0: Hey there, you're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If doing all the things you were told to do to grow your practice have left you overwhelmed and exhausted, you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic who are just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. If you're done with spinal screenings and health fears, want more time freedom, more money in your bank account, and a practice that you love without sacrificing your health, be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractor's Survival Guide at alignedchirosurvivalguide.com. Now, sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 170 of the Aligned Women Podcast. We're going to be talking about the back-to-school transition today in this episode. And before we dive into that, I just want to give you a heads up that in just a few weeks here, starting with episode 174, you're going to hear some changes on the podcast. You might love them and you might hate them and either way is okay. You'll get to decide when we get there. I've shared a little bit more about those changes and what's to come in the past two or three episodes. So if you missed those, be sure to go back and take a listen to those previous episodes. I talked with Dr. Ashley Abs, who is um, an acupuncturist in episode 167. And in that episode, Dr. Ashley and I talked about working part-time hours in your practice without sacrificing your financial goals. So for example, right now you have kids who are doing virtual learning through their school district at home. And you're trying to figure out how to manage facilitating that for them as well as running your practice, or you've decided to homeschool officially for the first time or not for the first time ever, then you might be also feeling like, how do I do this all? How do I make time for all of this? And I I just wanna tell you a couple of things before I go further into today's topic. In regard to homeschooling specifically, or this would also apply to having your children learning through the school district on a computer at home or wherever you're doing their learning at. It can be really hard and it can also be really easy. I think at the root of it, it is about you getting outside the box, giving yourself permission to do what works and let go of what doesn't work. And for you to decide that easy is the only way it gets to be, to not be energetically available for it to be chaotic, overwhelming, or hard a really good first step. Also in episode 168, I talked with Dr. Carly Crew, who is an MD who also has a coaching practice and she works with women in the postpartum period who are experiencing anxiety. And we talked a lot about what it means to take care of yourself in that episode and why it's so difficult for women in particular, women who have children especially, but we also talked about how to to look at it from a different perspective and more empowering perspective. So if, again, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling exhausted, you're feeling run down with all that you've been managing in your practice and in your life for the last six months, especially since the pandemic started, then be sure to take a listen to episode 168. Okay, so ooh, one more thing. In episode 169, I talked a little bit about whether or not you should talk about politics in your practice. And guess what? My husband is on the newsletter list for the show. He got the email on the day that the episode was released and he was like, I'm worried about you. (laughs) Which I thought like, "Uh, what? What do you mean? He said, I'm worried about how much you're talking about politics in your business. And I just thought, wow, that is really interesting. Okay, first things first, to be fully honest, I was pretty triggered by what he said. I was like, you don't get to have an opinion on this, but I could also accept some validity to what he was sharing. I just thought it was such um, a reflection of what I talked about in episode 169 that everyone's going to have a different opinion. And the only, not the only, but the, the opinion that matters the most is your own. And the bottom line for me, it may be different for you, is that being anything other than who I actually am is not in an integrity and it's not in alignment. My husband has not owned a business. He's been an employee of other businesses his entire life. So he has a different perspective. And I feel that for me, I started a business because I want to do things my own way. And most of all, because I want my work to be a reflection of me and who I am. So I just thought it was really interesting. He hadn't listened to the show as far as I know. He still hasn't. But yeah, he said, I don't think you should be talking about politics at all. And I was like, "Uh, well, maybe you should listen to the episode (laughs) because I don't know that you can really bring this conversation to me if you hadn't heard what I talked about in that episode. Okay. So let's move forward. Episode 170, we're talking about the back to school season and your practice, how you are feeling. How are you feeling, by the way? How are you feeling? Are you happy with the decision that you made for where your kids are at? Are you happy with them being at school with a mask on? If so, Um, hallelujah. Are you happy with them being on the computer all day at home? If so, great. Are you happy with your decision to homeschool? If that's the case, high five. But I'm posing these questions for you to ask you, how are you really feeling with the decisions that you've made? Do you feel like you've made decisions that are in integrity with your values? And do you know what your values are, your core values? I talk with people often who are struggling to make decisions about things in their life, about their parenting, about things in their practice, And oftentimes what I find is that they're actually scared to make the decision that they know that they need to make. And this can go in any direction. It could be having your kids go to school, guess even with them wearing a mask all day, you might feel like that is actually the best thing for your kids out of all the options you have. And yet you feel a lot of pressure for whatever reason, maybe because you are a natural health care (laughs) practitioner, to not have your kids wearing a mask. And yet you've decided that that's where they are the best supported right now. And so you feel like you made the right decision, but you're still questioning yourself because of other people's opinions or what you think other people's opinions of you are. This can go the other way too. I talked with someone just a few days ago who had decided to homeschool her kids. And in the state that she lives in, that could mean and it most likely means but there's always things that happen that are unexpected it could mean that her kids can never go back to public school they have to be homeschooled forever and they're still pretty young so there's a lot of years left for their education as children and even though she feels that she's really making the right decision, she's worried about what other people will think about her decision and whether or not she can handle it all or whether or not she's equipped to do it to educate her kids appropriately. So in that scenario, she was looking for some feedback, but she already knew what the right decision was. Interesting, right? Okay, so I recently worked through some... Modules for a course that we just offered for the first time in August called Align Foundations. Align Foundations, by the way, is the path to working the hours that you want to, making sure that you're taking care of yourself while also not sacrificing your financial goals. This course, in a nutshell, is like how to have the life you want and also the practice you want. (laughs) Unless you really, really, really love working five or six days a week, and you love seeing hundreds of patients every week, if that's the case, this course probably wouldn't be for you. So I was working through one of the modules for the course and I realized, oh, okay, there are three criteria here to what I'm talking about. And I hadn't seen them before, but it just sort of unfolded. So The topic that I was working on putting together information for is creating an aligned aligned schedule. And an aligned schedule to me is like a schedule that allows you to, again, live the life that you want to and have the practice that you want to, a practice that gives you time freedom without sacrificing your financial goals. I think I've said that three times now already in this episode. So the criteria that I identified were these. First, that you work the hours that you want to, not the hours you think you have to. Number two was you make time for what's important to you instead of trying to squeeze in your life to whatever time is left over after work. And number three, you have time scheduled to work on your practice, not just in it. Think about that. So I asked members of our Aligned Women Group Coaching Program, which of these have you mastered? Which do you need support with? And there were over 20 people that responded. Most of these respondents have been in this program for close to a year or longer. So they know the methodology that's taught in Aligned Women and in Aligned Foundations really well. And I thought this was so insightful that even though these people who shared their feedback, have been in this community for a long time. They still struggled with one specific component of these three criteria. I'm wondering if you can guess what it is. Okay, so let's go back through them, and I want you to ask yourself, can you say yes to each of these? And then we'll talk more. You work the hours you want to, not the hours you think you have to. This means, instead of having your office hours posted as 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, and 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturdays. (laughs) That's like what you think you have to work, not necessarily what you want to work. Now, it could be what you want to work, right? But in a lot of cases, it's not actually what feels ideal for your lifestyle and for having the time that you want with the important people in your life, as well as having the time that you need to rest and recover and really, truly take care of yourself, so you work the hours you want to, not the hours you think you have to. Okay, next criteria. You make time for what's important to you instead of trying to squeeze life into whatever time is left over after work. So the way that you would know that you're doing this is, for example, every week you make sure that you have your, your workout schedule, that you meal plan, you meal prep, you shop for healthy food so that you're not grabbing fast food on the way home, that you have... Whatever it is that helps you feel resourced, built into your schedule, that you do it on a regular, frequent basis, that you're taking time off before you feel like you need it. Isn't that an interesting concept, by the way? Someone that I spoke with in a session just yesterday said that she was feeling like she needed time off. Or I said, well, then you need to make sure you have time scheduled off really soon. Because by the time you're feeling like you need time off, you already need the time off. What would be ideal is that we take time off before we feel like we need time off. Do you see what I'm saying here? It's like the feeling of needing time off is a symptom. And in the ideal scenario, we would take time off before we have the symptom, just like chiropractic. Like we would go to the chiropractor before we have the symptoms. That's what we want for our patients, right? And yet, as you hear me describe this, you might be thinking, oh yeah, that would be ideal, but I can't do that because, you know, I can only take time off when it's absolutely necessary. I can't not be there, etc., cetera, etc." cetera, et cetera. Okay. So looking at your schedule each week, do you have time off? Do you have enough time to rest and recover? Do you have what we call white space, which is time for you to just do nothing? Time that allows your parasympathetic nervous system to turn on? Hmm. Okay. What's your answer? Do you make time for what's important to you? Or do you just hope that there's time left for it some way, somehow? And lastly, do you make time to work on your practice, not just in it? Okay. Obligers. I'm pointing my finger at you right now. If you don't know what an obliger is, it's a reference from Gretchen Rubin's book. Is it called The Four Tendencies? I don't know why I always forget the name of this book. Okay. It is called The Four Tendencies. I just looked it up and the subtitle was there, but now it's disappeared. Okay. It's back. So The Four Tendencies, the indispensable personality profiles that reveal how to make your life better and other people's lives better too. So in that book, Gretchen Rubin categorizes four personality profiles, essentially. And obligers are people who will do things because someone else is waiting on them to do it or expecting them to do it. So an obliger would do best sticking to a workout program by having an accountability partner or like a gym buddy, someone to go to the gym with someone who is expecting you to be there or having a personal trainer and scheduling appointments with your personal trainer also works well for obligers because you're not going to miss the appointment that you've got set with your personal trainer. So here's the thing when it comes to working in your practice, you have appointments set with your patients that's working in your practice. You wouldn't dare not show up for your patient appointments. If you've ever forgotten about a patient appointment like you had one person scheduled on a day that you would normally not be in the office and you forgot, oh my gosh, you probably felt absolutely mortified, right? You would never forget a patient appointment. You would never not show up for a patient appointment. And yet you might put time on your schedule to complete your documentation. And when that time comes, that appointment comes, you look at your computer, you think about, the work ahead of you, and your mind says, you know, I don't wanna do this right now. What would be more fun is if I just went out for lunch. (laughs) Or like, what would be better is if I just scrolled through some YouTube videos. I've done both of those many, many times where I knew I should be working on getting my inbox to zero, or I should be signing off on the numerous amount of chart notes that were waiting for me to complete them. Instead, I was checked out doing other things that were more pleasurable and more fun. Why? Well, in part, because that's how our central nervous system works. It is seeking pleasure. You don't want to do the hard things. So, That's just one reason why it's hard sometimes to make time to work on your practice because nobody else is there holding you accountable to doing it or to getting that thing done. Let me ask you, do you make time to work on your practice? Is it a thing that you feel like you actually need to do? I don't think that you should hear this and think like, oh, I don't do that. Oh, I should do that. I should be making time to work on my practice. I should do that. And then for you to go try to figure out how to do that when really it's not important to you to do that. But is it important to you to work on your practice and why? And then if so, why is it hard for you? Why is it hard for you? I think what it comes down to oftentimes is that we just need more practice with being in integrity with ourselves, with doing what we say we are going to do, whether we say that to other people or we tell it to ourselves. You know, if you're not integrity, in integrity with yourself, how could you be in integrity with anyone else? Think about that. And yet we're often not in integrity with ourselves because we know we need to do certain things or we have certain expectations of ourselves that we don't do because there's something else that feels better right now than doing the thing that would help you get the results that you want to have. So first be a person who is in integrity. So how does this relate to back to school? Well, let me get back to that. Right? Because all of these things are going to relate to how you're looking at your practice and your schedule right now, especially if you have school-age kiddos who were not in school over the summer and now they are attending school, you've got this window of time available for you where your children are at school and it feels like you want to use that time to work in and on your practice. So now you've got to look at that time that you have available and ask yourself, how do you make time to work in your practice, and on your practice. How do you work the hours you want to, not just the hours you think you have to, even if that means leaving your office at 3 p.m. to go pick up your kiddos from school and not go back? That's okay. There will be people who will tell you that's not okay, but if that's what works best for you and for your family, that's what you do. And also, How do you make sure that you're making time for what's important to you, not just hoping that there is going to be time for it sometime later, and then finding out there's really not if you don't make that time for the things that are important. (sighs) Take a deep breath. (laughs) I know that there is a lot on your plate right now. A lot, right? A lot. A lot of things that we couldn't have expected or planned for or been prepared for, goodness. But there are mm, about 17 weeks left of this year. You have an opportunity right now to choose your perspective about what the rest of this year is like, what's possible for you, for your family, for your life, for your practice, for your community, now through the rest of this year. Choose your perspective. And if you're thinking or feeling overwhelmed It's really, really key for you to come back to these three criteria that I just shared with you and check in with yourself on each one of them because as you create more alignment in your life and your practice, you're going to need to be really honest with yourself about these three things. That you work the hours you want to, not just what other people expect you to. That you make time for what's important by putting it on your calendar, not hoping to find the time for it. And that you give yourself... And your practice, time that you are present to work on it, not just in it. Okay. I hope it was helpful for you to hear these. Before I wrap up, I want to share one more thing with you. There's this thing that I've seen happening over the last few weeks in Facebook groups for chiropractors. It's happened in Aligned Chiropractors. It's happened in other spaces, I'm sure too. Honestly, I've stopped looking at pretty much all other chiropractic groups. At least for now, because I just felt like there's too much noise, there's too much going on. I took on a big project locally in April, not April, oh my goodness, August, although it may feel like April in some ways. And that required a lot of my attention and focus. So I just had to like let go of some things I may otherwise engage in. What I have seen happening is people saying they're having the best year ever in their practice. Things are busier now than they were before the pandemic. They're having their best months, their best weeks, their best days, whatever, right? Record-breaking periods of time, record-breaking collections, record-breaking patient visits. And I know that that is happening for a lot of people. They are truly having amazing success in their practices, serving a lot of people. And yet... There are other people who are not experiencing that. And do you remember, maybe this didn't happen to you, but it certainly happened to me. Sitting in class, getting tests handed back to you from your instructor and all of your friends sitting around, you're like, I got an A. Oh yeah, I got an A too. Oh, I also got an A. And you're looking at your paper and you're going, what's wrong with me? Why did I fail this test? When all my friends got an A, huh? And then you sit and you listen and you hear like people all over the room are saying, yeah, that test was so easy. I'm not surprised I got an A. Yeah, of course I got an A because I'm super smart. And you're sitting there still staring at your test score, a big red F and thinking, what is wrong with me? (laughs) What did I do wrong? Am I really this Dumb? Um, No, you're not. You're not. That one test score doesn't mean anything about you. And I think that's kind of what's happening for some people right now in these spaces where you see people say they're having their best year ever in practice. It's important for you to see that that's possible despite all the chaos and unpredictability that we've experienced throughout this year already but I also know that it can make you feel really bad about yourself. It can be really hard for you to be that student in the classroom with the one big red F and to raise your hand and say, "Um, excuse me, what did I do wrong here? (laughs) I thought that I knew this material. I studied really hard and I failed the test and that everyone else is saying that they got an A. Yeah, it's the same kind of feeling, isn't it? Like everyone around you is saying, oh, my practice is doing so awesome. And you're going, mine's not. And why? I don't know. Because I feel like I'm trying so hard. Or maybe you, you don't feel like you're trying so hard and you don't know how to change that. If what I'm describing describes you, then I invite you to sign up for a workshop that I'll be hosting in a couple of weeks. It is called Realigned Marketing. It starts September 21st. And there are tons of details for you on the website. If you just go to realignedmarketing.com, you can sign up. Well, first read the info and see if it feels like the right fit for you. You can sign up. It's free, by the way. I taught this course last year. I didn't call it Realigned Marketing then. You may have taken it last year. It was a five-day course. It was free last year as well it will be different this year. (laughs) It will be more impactful if you took the course last year than you already know. I taught a lot. I gave a lot of not just tactics and strategy, but also like we worked through thinking about yourself and the world and your practice differently so that you Get better results with the strategies and the tactics that you learned in this workshop. So I want to tell you that it's about marketing, but it's about so much more than that. The bottom line is this. If you are struggling to grow your practice, if your practice is not where you want it to be, and you're not going to go out and hand out 100 business cards every day, you're not going to go knocking on doors, you're not going to set up spinal screenings or health fears, if those are even options anymore and you're lost, you don't know what else to do to grow your practice, Realigned Marketing is for you. So you can sign up again at realignedmarketing.com. And I hope to see you in the workshop. If not, then I'll be back here next week with another new episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. I'll see you then. Take care. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. If you love this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic. Think of your classmates and the woman who practice near you. Is there one who you know is tired, overwhelmed, exhausted, or just burned out? If so, let her know about the Aligned Women podcast right away. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into Aligned Women's proven method for women in chiropractic on how you can have more time freedom and more financial freedom, how you can build a practice full of the right patients, not just more of them and how you can feel confident that you're making the impact you were born to make as a chiropractor. Be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractors Survival Guide at alignedchirosurvivalguide.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.